Praise God. So last week, well, first of all, I told you that 2018 is a year that as we open wide our heart, our heart, as we open wide our heart, we will hear the Lord, the Holy Spirit speak to us and release on our lives greater power and greater presence, his, his presence in a greater way and his power in a greater way than we've ever experienced before. Open wide. Not wide open. Open wide. I talked to you a little bit last week about how do you know the difference between a prophetic word that you speak than a regular word you speak. So if you weren't here, you missed it. God bless you. So we're called to live a supernatural lifestyle. We're called. We're not called to live an okay commission, a mediocre commission. We're called to live what Jesus said, the great commission. He's commissioned us. So last week, I began the subject talking to you about three ways God heals. Three ways God heals. Now, they are, and I got into the last, I didn't get into the last one with you guys as much. I, I only got in the first one with the second service. But he heals, number one, through his presence, presence of his power, presence of the Holy Spirit. Uh, he heals, number two, through his word. And he heals, number three, through faith. So it's God's presence, God's word, God's faith. Now you say, well, I mean, what about laying on hands? What about prophesying? I'll get into that. That's different things he does in the midst of those three main things. Through those three main things, he might ask you to demonstrate or do it a different way. That's why I'm going to talk to you here a little bit about how important it is for you to hear the Lord. You got to hear the Lord, people. Well, I just don't know. Well, you don't know because you don't ask. Jesus said in Luke's gospel, you have not because what? You ask not. That word ask in the Greek means to seek, to hunt, to hunger for. So, first of all, I talked to you last week about God heals through the presence of the Holy Spirit, through his anointing. And when the Holy Spirit comes, he always carries a unique expression. He doesn't always do it the same every time. It's like Pastor Rory saying, do it again, Lord. He can do it again, but all different kinds of ways. And Jesus' death and resurrection, his atonement, is the message of the church. But it's the Holy Spirit and fire that carries that message. Now, I know the Holy Spirit is always present with us, but he comes in many different manifestations, many different ways and essences that he moves, expressions. Now, I talked to you out of Luke 5, 17, 5, 5 last week. And I may just give you an overview. But remember, Luke 5 is where, uh, verses 17 through 25, is where Jesus was preaching in someone's home. And all of a sudden, he's preaching. And he hears the tiles of the roof being ripped off. And as he's preaching, he just keeps preaching as tiles of the roof. And all of a sudden, his, this guy's buddies are up on that roof, just tore some stranger's roof off. And they tied something to the bed or to his cot. And they're lifting him down right in front of Jesus to be healed. He is a paralytic man. Just dropping him right there. It'd be like the building's packed 
out there is packed. You can't even get in in the line. You can't get through the line. You can't get in. You just find a way to get on the roof and tear a hole in the roof and put something together and drop your buddy down through the roof because, man, I can't wait till next week till I tell you the different ways Jesus heals. Oh, my goodness. Man, it's good, Mark. I didn't even want to leave my study this morning. I just wanted to stay there. Praise God. So, well, let me give you this. So, so they're, they're dropping this man down in front of Jesus. Huh. It says in Luke 5, 17, I, I will read this. It said, now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching, Jesus was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by. You got to have old Mr. Unbelief and sitting around, right? Who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. Look now, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. What? The power of the Lord was present to heal them. Well, where's Jesus right now? Where's Jesus? Anybody, can anybody answer on the count of three? One, two, three. Where's Jesus? Here. No, he's not here. I love you, but he's not. He's at the right hand of the Father. Mark knows that. He's strong in theology, but, but he's just saying it out because we do things out of habit. So pastor Mark's like me. I miss it sometimes too out of habit. Just Jesus is here. Jesus is not here. Jesus is at the right hand of the father. Remember he ascended. And then when he ascended, he left us a promise. And the promise is the parakletos, the Holy Spirit. So Jesus is at the right hand of the father. So if he's at the right hand of the father, where's the father? One, two, three. Can anybody answer that? Where's the Father? In heaven. God's in heaven. Jesus, our Lord and Savior, is at the right hand of the Father. So who's that leave us? The Holy Spirit. So, yes, God is omniscient, all-knowing, omnipotent, all-powerful. So is Jesus, our Lord but also the Holy Spirit is. And the Holy Spirit has the assignment for this dispensation. That doesn't mean Jesus can't pop in when he wants to, but he's mainly at the right hand of the Father. And he takes direction from the Father and gives it to the Holy Spirit. I, I teach that in the gifts class. If y'all want to sign up for that, you can learn that. I teach that in detail. So he said, he is present. His power is present to heal them. His power, power that were dunamis, comes from dunameo, and dunamis means the power of breaking loose like a dynamite, the power of the Spirit of God. So we see that the power of the Holy Spirit is what brings the healing. But I'm going to show you it doesn't always depend on the Holy Spirit. A lot of it's going to depend on you and me. So it's the power. So if the Holy Spirit's power heals us and the Holy Spirit's here, that means his presence is. He's present, right? Now the Holy Spirit is capable of multitasking if you were were worried about that. The point of it is, and and I'll get on off this because I stay on the presence for a while. I did last week. The point of this is that in a corporate setting like this, 
there's a greater opportunity for a greater presence and power to come together through amazing worship and through teaching of the word and through people coming together in unity and it says we're two or more gathered I'm there in the midst of them and if you put two together and you put three together you get a million and da 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 so 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 in this corporate setting oftentimes if we're all in accord and in the word and in agreement there there can be in a corporate setting a greater manifestation of healing and deliverance a lot of times without you doing a lot but just being present and agreeing and receiving so you you can receive healing and deliverance a lot of times just being present around the spirit of god around the anointing that's just multiplied in our life so the first way that god heals is what through his presence the second way well god heals is through his word is through his word look again back here at verse 20 Let's look at 20. Well, let's look at 19. Let's look at 18. Then behold, men, men brought a bed of a man who was paralyzed, whom they had sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they had, not, when they had come, they could not find uh, a way to bring him in. So because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with, with his bed through the tilling, uh, tiling, I'm sorry, through the tiling in the midst before Jesus. Look now, when he saw their, what? Faith. When he saw their faith, he said to him, man, your sins are forgiven you. Now that upset the Pharisees. And they began to reason and say behind themselves, who's he to forgive sins? Now, verse 22, I want you to realize faith perceives also. But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, that's discerning of spirits. When it's one of the nine gifts of the Spirit. When Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, what's something when you get an answer or something you've been murmuring about in no way of knowing, you know, that that person knew? Why are you reasoning? Look now, in where? Your where? Hearts. Heart can be referred to as your spirit. It can be referred to as your fleshly heart. It can be referred to as your thoughts, your soul. Verse 23. Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk? Now, what's he doing? He's given us the second way he heals here, teaching us about his word. He said, but that you may know, verse 24, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth, what? To forgive sins. And he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and walk, go to your house. He gave him three commands. He didn't give him this one. First, he said, arise. Second, he said, pick that mess up you, you were delivered in here on. And third, just go straight home. He didn't say go over and sit on the front row and let everybody see you. He didn't say go give a testimony to the Pharisees at the temple. He gave him three specific directives. You know what? That man glorified him and did exactly what he said. And all the rest of them were filled with fear. So what I want you to realize is that he demonstrated that he had the power through his word but because the Father gave him the word to heal and to forgive sins. Remember I've been teaching you recent months how John the Baptist prophesied him in uh, one gospel, John's gospel, that he not only, that there's one, his sandals I'm not worthy to latch, and 
said what? He said he will baptize you in the spirit and the spirit of the Holy Spirit and the fire of God. He'll baptize you in the Holy Spirit and with fire. Then he said somewhere in Matthew's gospel, he said, there he is, there's that man. And said, he is the man that will take away your sins. So we see this cross-reference in Scripture. You can go through the Old Testament, the New Testament. Oh, matter of fact, let's go to the Old Testament, and I'll show you. You can go to the Old Testament, the New Testament, and you will see, go to Psalm, uh, Psalm uh, 103 with me. And, and you will see this cross-referencing of God's Word. Remember, number one, Jesus, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then about verse 14, it said, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us as the Son of God. So we see that He is the Son of God. He dwelled among us. He came and He became flesh, but He was still 100% God. So what is the cross-referencing through this word? Anybody bored? Because I can stop because i got another service to do. Or if you're bored, I'll just stop. You're, you're all right. So you say, well, why is he talking to us like that? I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the person beside you half asleep. I'm not talking to you. So, so anyway, so he said, amen, amen. I'm just feeling frisky today. And so he said, so he said, why? He said, why do you die? I want to show you. I'm going to demonstrate with this healing, this miracle, that I have the power to forgive sins and to heal. So we see this theme go throughout the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, that Jesus, through his atoning grace, the atonement, the grace, him hanging on the cross, Isaiah 53, that he took on our sin. The Bible says he took on our griefs and bore our sorrows. Those words mean sickness and disease curses and poverty he took on our sin sickness disease and poverty and the curses he took it all on the body on calvary he paid the price that's our atonement that's how we receive salvation that's how we have the authority to teach healing that's how we have the authority to walk a prosperous life and not be in worry and fear and debt if we learn to flow with god and do what he says so 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 and part of that's learn to take care of your money too Amen. But, but anyway, so what is it? It's, it's, it's this cross section that we see of these two important things, salvation, healing, cross-pollinating. And where does it come? We learn it from the Word of God. It says in Psalm 103, verse 1, let's go there. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Say His benefits. See, healing is one of his benefits. Deliverance is one of his benefits. Forgiveness of sin is one of his benefits. Financial breakthrough is one of his benefits. Love is one of his benefits. Forgiveness is one of his benefits. It's a benefit. You got a great benefit package as a child of God. Number three, who does what? Forgives all your iniquities. Now, iniquities is a notch above sins. That's the third level of sin and the one that comes through the bloodline through curses and stuff. So it's even bigger than just sin of omission. But iniquities, look, how many does he forgive? All your iniquities. Who does what? Heals what? All your diseases. Who does what? Redeems your life from hell or destruction who crowns you with what? Loving kindness and tender mercies. Verse five, who satisfies your mouth with what? Good things, so that your youth 
is renewed like the eagles. See, it doesn't matter what age you are. You know, God told me if I'd take care of myself physically, when I turned 55, he'd give me 30 of the strongest years I ever experienced in my ministry. That means I'm going to be doing great things for God till I'm 85 if I obey what he says. Jump down to verse 7. said he made known his what? Ways. Everybody say ways to Moses and what? His acts to the children of Israel. He, he made known what his ways to Moses. In other words, when you began to learn the nature of God, you want to know what God thinks, what God loves, what God hates, what God's concerned about, go read the red written in your New Testament because everything Jesus loved, God loved. Everything Jesus hated, God hates. Everything Jesus was concerned about, God's concerned about. So if you want to know the nature of God, go read about Jesus and his life. And when you read about Jesus and his life, you'll learn his nature. You know, that's when you know his ways. Moses knew God's nature. That's why he could go out in the wilderness for 40 years. That's why he could come back and risk everything to bring his brethren out of slavery when he was actually in the palace of the prince. And he could go back and do all those things. Why? Because he knew more that, that, that God could just do what he said. He knew his nature. See, if you just get that, I mean, well, Lord, I'll do this and you give, it's not a formula. I'll sow this and get that, or I'll quit this and get that, or I'll start this and get that. No, those are manifestations of the heart. The heart's got to be right. The heart, it's about the heart. It's about the intention of, okay, Lord, I will. So Israel, the children of Israel, what? Knew his Acts. They knew his power. They knew he'd opened, they found out he opened the Red Sea. They found out he gave manna. They found out that he gave quail. They found out his acts, but they never learned his nature, his ways. Jesus came not only to show us the great power and acts of God, but his heart, his nature. David gave us glimpses, glimpses of it, but Jesus demonstrated and put words and framed them around it. Okay, Proverbs 4. I thought I wouldn't be doing this one, but the Holy Spirit said I'm going to, so I'm going to. Proverbs 4. Hallelujah. Proverbs 4. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Version. Proverbs 4, verse 20. Three verses. And I'm not kind of giving you all a little bit of... So it says this, Proverbs 4, verses 20 through 23 in the Amplified. My son, pay attention to what? My words, my words, God's words, and be what? Willing to learn. Open your ears to my sayings. What? Open what? Your ears to my sayings. Do not let them escape from your sight. Keep them in the center where? Of your heart. Verse 22. For they are life to those that find them and healing and health to all their flesh. Watch over your what heart with all diligence for from it flows the springs of life. Now what's he saying there? He said, my words are life and health. My words are life and health. But he said, what I want you to get, all of that flows from here. 
your heart. Your heart. What you love, what you hate, what you discern, what you know, what your, your heart. Your heart also is referred to, Cardi, your spirit man. Your spirit man and your soulical man. Your soul is your decision-making resources, your mind, will, and emotions. Your spirit is your intuition of God, your communion with God, and your consciousness of God, your covenant with God. Hmm. One of the things we see with many of the beautiful, great healing revivalists of the 50s, I shared this with you last week, uh, many of them died premature deaths. Some of them died like in their 30s and 40s. Some died maybe in their early 60s. God's plan was them to live at least 50 years beyond all that. And one, two of the men of God, one of them was Oral Roberts and one of them was Kenneth Hagin, they were talking about it, and I don't know which one said it, but they had said, well, we will live, outlive these other men of God, unfortunately, and the reason we will is because they learned the expression of healing through faith. That's one way God heals, the expression of faith. So your, your expression of faith for others and breakthrough for others is not for you. When the gift of faith comes on you for healing of others, Daryl, or when faith rises up in you to speak, to command deliverance or healing for someone else, and you see the miracles in your life, you see signs and wonders, that's not the same faith necessarily that's going to get you personally healed. Because personally, we're healed through the Word and faith. Because it's the Word that healeth thee. And God gives us the gifts for breakthrough for others, but he also gives you the gift of atonement for breakthrough for yourself, but you've got to know his word. The Bible says know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And if we want free of sickness and poverty and unbelief and all that, we got to know the truth. Jesus is the truth and the life forevermore. He is the truth and the life forevermore. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, was God. He is the Word. He is the bread of life. He is, the Bible says, the Word of life. And if we don't know Him and His heart and He knows us and our heart, and if we can't take that personal Word and tap into the cross like everyone else, there's a good chance we'll just die with something we were praying for other people and see thousands of them get healed with. Not that God can't heal you through a gift of faith, but it'll probably come by someone else's gift over you. But you have a right to walk in healing. You have a right to walk in deliverance. You have a right to walk in favor and blessings. That's part of the benefit package for every born-again son and daughter of God. But listen, listen, it comes from your heart's condition. Out of the heart flow the issues of healing and finances and trust and obedience. Out of the heart flow the issues of life. See, people mistake, Roy, they get the anointing on them. And man, I'm commanding people and I'm preaching or I'm singing and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm great at my job because I'm anointed to do it. And they get all, yeah, that's one anointing. But that anointing's not for you. The anointing of God, the Spirit of God is in you for your sake. He's on you for the sake of others. The breakthrough anointing is on you for the breakthrough of others. 
that's pretty daggone good. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I, I think that's good, Daryl. I just think that's good. I know I'm chewing on that. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, my words are health and life to you. I, I, I can't get into more, but man, I, I'm just kind of getting warmed up with you all. I wanted to get into at least faith with you. You know, in Mark 11, Mark 11, it does say where, where talk, Jesus talking about moving the mountain, you know. He said, have faith in God, right? If you have faith in God as a mustard seed or whatever, you can move this mountain. It's also rendered the word I-N-N, if you go back to the original text, is also rendered the article of, O-F. So not only is it saying if you have faith in God, because faith is knowing and trusting God, but faith also it's saying there, if you have what? The faith of God. So what I'm trying to get you beyond the point of having faith in God and just getting saved and just getting by and just getting through, but I want you to walk in the faith of God. Oh, come on now. That's like the difference of being born again and being, yeah, you're, you have the Holy Spirit in you when you're born again. You're full of the Holy Spirit when you're born again, but you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit till you ask and receive the gift of the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. That's like taking a full glass of water that's full of the Holy Spirit when you give your life to Christ, but now you drop that in a big bucket of water and just baptize it, immersed it. Now it's a whole nother round. So that's what I want to do, baptize you in faith. So now I want you to realize that when you start teaching things like this, I've been on the road all week ministering to another family church in another state helping them through some stuff and and I haven't you know I haven't I, 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 then Pastor Rod's mother passed away and Mrs. Parsley mentored me a lot in business as well as ministry and so I had to fly back from where I was in another state instead of here and go directly to Columbus, Ohio to go to the viewing and then this morning uh, Saturday mornings Pastor Steph and I got up and drove three hours down in eastern Kentucky to the graveside to be there with him with about 30 people and so you, you just got to be instant in season. You just got to be ready. And then I'm all fired up because I got this word in me and then I get a call, hey, the heat's not working. I'm like, come on, come on, heat's not working. That devil. See, see what I want you to realize, that's why it's called the works of the devil. The devil's not in the mechanics of that. I'm just saying. He's just got a cute way of allowing things to happen at opportune times. But whenever you make a stand for God, you're going to have stuff come against you. That's why you've got to realize it's not just here. You've got to know that you know. That's why I said to me, let God be true and every man be a liar. So I just got a note that my oldest living sister in Florida is in the hospital totally unresponsive. Now, she's a child of God, and I love my sister May. She was like a second mom raising me. 
and she's been battling illness. I went up there about a year and a half ago, Steph and I, basically she was already, Steph's in, with children, she's already pretty well. She'd had a heart attack, was already pretty well deceased. She's like 82, 81 or 82 now, but she's already pretty well, Michael. Remember when I went up down to Daytona to be with her and she was unresponsive and when we got in the room, we just started praying and she just woke up. They said, well, she, she'll never get out of the hospital. She's, well, she not only got out of the hospital, she said, I'm feeling good. I'm going to go and have that knee replacement I need to have. And I think she had both knees replaced and been doing good. Amen. So, so she may just be ready. I don't know, but it breaks my heart either way. So I'll, I'll probably be heading that way. But I'm just telling you, you, you've got to get a place in your life to where everything doesn't shake you. You got, you got to get a, in a place in your life to where you're serving God from here, not here, and not out there what you're doing, here. And I want you to operate from an arena of faith that's here, that's bigger than you.